0: I'm Amber Cook. Welcome to my podcast, The Dragonfly Connection. In this third season, I've taken the theme from season one, which was called The Holistic Healing Connection, and merged it with a the theme from season two of The Dragonfly Connection. So now, join me every Wednesday for open, honest, inspiring, and healing conversations with people who faced their own health and life challenges, worked through them, and now are on a mission to help you live a healthier, more fulfilling life. My hope is that each episode leaves you more empowered and inspired no matter where you are on your life and healing journey. This episode is sponsored by HealingWays.com. Find a holistic wellness professional and resources to help you on your healing journey. That's HealingWaze.com. Happy New Year! Here's hoping for a better year than the last two, right? Now, I've heard 2022 will be the beginning of our collective healing, and that's what I'm totally banking on. As a reminder, I plan to have a new episode for you every week until the end of the year. I'm going to take December off, but until then, I've got a ton of great topics and guests waiting for you in the wings, ready to inspire and empower you on your healing journey this year and beyond. So, if you haven't already, make sure and subscribe so you don't miss any of the episodes and please share. I don't have a big marketing budget, well basically no marketing budget, but I'm confident through word of mouth we'll be able to spread the love far and wide. Now speaking of wide, who's ready to slim down a little or a lot this year or just start feeling better all around? I'm a big yes to both of those. In this episode with my guest Sue Ann Hickey, we're chatting about both these topics. What we aren't chatting about is dieting. So Put down that calorie counter app, cancel that subscription and learn how to get real lasting holistic results in this episode. Sue Ann is a certified naturopath, weight loss specialist, and the creator of Body Typology. She helps people like me and you heal our ailments naturally, lose weight, and regain our energy using her personalized body type eating and lifestyle plan. She combines this with rapid transformational therapy, or RRT, to uncover limiting beliefs and release them so we can have permanent change and lasting healing. When Sue Ann's not coaching clients or leading groups she loves yoga, biking, skiing, and walking in the woods. You should check out her Instagram page to see pics of some of her latest adventures. It looks like a lot of fun. After listening, you need to hop onto her website, take advantage of her body type quiz. It's definitely unique, and personally, I found it very helpful. I've already started using a small portion of Sue Ann's suggestions for my body type, and I can definitely feel a difference, especially in my hunger signals and my cravings. The quiz, along with tons of free resources, can be found on our website and social media pages. All the links will be in the show notes as usual. Now, once you find out what your body type is, I'd love to know. Maybe we're the same. Hop onto my Instagram post about this episode and let me know what your body type is. Thank you for being here with me today. So I know the answer to this question, but I want you to tell my listeners where you're located. I'm just west of Montreal. Nice. Okay. And do you work with people all over the world?
1: Yes, I have uh, mostly in Canada and the U.S., but I have had people from Europe as well and uh, Colombia, yes.
0: (laughs) Nice, okay, far-reaching, I love it. So what's your favorite part about living in Montreal?
1: The great outdoors, the four seasons. I know a lot of people, like, they hate winter, they say they hate winter, but I love the snow, I love skiing, cross-country skiing, being in the snow, and I don't mind the cold, so... Yeah, I just, uh, then we have the mountains north of here to play in. And uh, Montreal is really fun, eclectic city with the French and English combination. Mm-hmm. So there's, in French, they say the joie de vivre. People like to have fun and live life
0: fully. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I have never been. I would love to go someday. I've, I have been, I've spent a lot of time in British Columbia, which is very different <laughs> than the eastern part of Canada. What, how long have you lived there?
1: My whole life. Really, I was born in Montreal. I have moved, uh, like lived up north of Montreal for a Mm -hmm. while. I did spend a year in Vancouver going to UBC when I started university and spent a year and a half traveling around the world solo on a spiritual journey. But uh, Montreal always comes back to my home base.
0: Nice. I'm excited to learn a little bit more about that spiritual journey too. And we're definitely going to spend the majority of the time talking about body typology, which you call the system a system for lasting weight loss. Did you create body typology? Is this your baby? I'll explain. It comes originally, there was a
1: Dr. Beesler who wrote a book about um, making a healthy diet, your lifestyle. And that was in the 1960s. So he recognized that there was two body types and then Dr. Abravanel in 1983, he published a book about body types. And he distinguished the four body types for women, three for men. And then my, one of my main naturopath teachers, she said, wow, this makes so much sense. But 1980s and 60s, I didn't know as much as we know now about healthy eating has come to a whole new level. Yeah. And so she said, let's take this plan and really expand on it and make it into something that people can do long-term let's make it healthy and easy to follow so I took that knowledge and kind of put it together with all the things that I've learned through my journey of life and uh a friend and I came up, a friend actually came up with body typology. I'm like, that's it. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, yeah. great name. Okay, so we're going to, we again, we'll talk about that in a few minutes, but you've mentioned it already, and this is, I want to, I always kind of want to know the backstory. Tell me more about your personal healing journey, and then how that led you to creating body typology.
1: Yes. Uh, how far back do we want to go? So <laughs> I, would Anything say, <laughs> I would say that you want to share, I would say, you know, with a lot of things going on when I was young, parents splitting up, and my dad left and came back 10 times. So there, there was a lot of uh, things that went on that were very painful and no outlet for that. And I think for many years throughout, like my late teens and 20s, I may not have been using food as a coping mechanism, but I did drink a lot of alcohol working in restaurants. And drinking after work and I smoked pot for quite a long time. And I didn't realize at the time that those were my coping mechanisms to try and deal with the the pain that I had buried deep inside. And then it was in 1990 when I had my first yoga class that I really started to change and realize, okay, we need to go inside and, and heal and start doing the steps. You know, I started changing to a much healthier diet and, Started learning about meditation, and spirituality. I eventually worked with a therapist for a year or more, and and started um, yeah you know, healing myself on my healing journey. So it was yoga that started that, mm-hmm. and then I ended up teaching yoga for uh, turned out to be twenty four years. Mm-hmm. And then I, after a while, I wanted to take it to a, a higher level of my own health, and I thought, oh, being a naturopath, that would be interesting since I've always been. Fascinated by nutrition and healthy eating. And so I trained as a naturopath and as uh, yeah, I started learning about body types. And at first I didn't, my teacher was like, You need way more protein for your body type than you're getting in. I was a vegetarian at the time, Mm. and I was so stubborn. I'm like, there's no way, forget it. That's not happening. And over time I realized just how much sense eating right for your body type made. And all the things we're learning. So I said, okay, I will start eating more protein, more eggs, fish, chicken. I didn't want to start with red meat, so I didn't eat that. But um, eating right for my body type, everything started changing. I started having way more energy. I wasn't hungry all day long. I wasn't craving carbs and sweets all the time. I started feeling so much more balanced and I had so much more energy and strength. I'm like, okay no-brainer. I'm never looking back. I'm eating this way for the rest of my life. And I want to tell all my clients in the whole world how great it can be to do this as well.
0: Nice. You said that you weren't feeling as good as you definitely could, but did you struggle with weight gain or weight that you couldn't lose? No, not really. I'm fortunate in
1: that I haven't struggled with weight, but as I said, my struggle was more emotional Mm -hmm. And I think that most of us have emotional uh, traumas and things that happen when we're young and yeah. we're just using different coping mechanisms to not maybe to not feel the feeling. So mm-hmm. I find like if with my journey and all the things that I had to overcome in my life and my healing, I bring that to the table with my clients to help them overcome their own emotional uh, emotional eating or stress eating or whatever it is as well.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And because it isn't all about the food, there is so much more to it. And we'll talk about that in a minute. It's been a while since I've talked to a naturopath on my podcast. I talk to him all the time here because I am a huge advocate for um, naturopathic medicine. And here in Oregon, we have naturopathic doctors who are we're so fortunate that they can be our primary care doctors even. So I just feel very blessed in that respect. Like my primary care doctor is a naturopath. Can you, for my listeners that aren't as familiar with what a naturopath is, can you explain that just briefly?
1: Yeah. I mean, maybe looking at the difference between some nutritionists might look only at diet, Mm -hmm. whereas myself as a naturopath, it's a really a holistic approach, really taking the time to get to know my client and find out everything that's going on, um, you know, emotionally, stress management, and then going deeper also how what's happening with the body is the liver congested is the thyroid low, how are the hormones doing, you know, all the things inside the body the digestive system, all these key things also that need to be in place for healthy lifestyle, healthy diet health, uh, just feeling good overall.
0: Mm mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's my understanding that your focus is on the um, underlying things that are causing the symptoms, not just the symptoms.
1: Exactly. We always have to get to the cause of what's going on to be able to alleviate the the symptoms. Whereas sometimes traditional medicine might see the symptom and, oh, we have a medication which will help with that, cover it up, but the Mm -hmm. underlying condition still exists. And I'm, of course, I'm not saying there's anything bad with medication. They're needed and so, so useful and, you know, extends our lifespan for many people. But, uh, until we get to the cause, in my opinion, we can't really alleviate what's going on. Mm -hmm.
0: And would you say that excess weight is probably a symptom it's not the underlying condition, right?
1: Yeah, it's a it's a great way of of looking at it for sure. It's yeah, like, like when I work with my clients, which we might talk about using RTT, the mm-hmm. Rapid Transformational Therapy. That's like such a game breaker tool that I'm so happy to have now because we can uh, go deeper and find out you know, what was said, what was done, what happened, maybe you were 12 years old, or 10 years old, like I have my own stories about when I was 12. And I took the decision then without realizing it to put up walls around me, and I became painfully shy. Mm -hmm. It was only when I was 30, when I consulted with an intuitive, and she found that, you know, that, oh, you had this trigger, because all these things happened when you were 12. And you took the decision, if you don't let anyone get close to you, they can't hurt you. Mm-hmm. And I the tears were there. And I'm like, oh my God, that's where it came from. So when we have that aha moment, or like a client yesterday said, I have that light bulb moment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> then like I could just see her energy was lighter and she felt so much better, you know, figuring out the cause. And then let's release that. That happened when I was 12. I don't need to hold on to that anymore.
0: Yeah, beautiful. And look at you here now. Like, this is not the only podcast you've been on. You're now on podcasts, a ton of podcasts, talking to lots of people and your shyness is gone. (laughs) So Obviously, (laughs) you have this mission and you're ready to share it with the world. Uh, that's not shy. So it's definitely showing at least in that aspect too, it's definitely worked for you. I do want to talk about RRT, which I'm not very familiar with, and then more about body typology. Share with us what, it, what those are.
1: Yeah. So we'll start with the body types. Mm-hmm. So we distinguish four body types. It has to do with a glands, four for the woman, three for the men. So adrenals, pituitary, thyroid or for the woman only gonad, which has to do with the ovaries. Mm -hmm. And it's not that anything is wrong with those glands, which a lot of people have the misconception of the, you know, if I have hypothyroid, then I must be a thyroid type. No, nothing needs to be wrong with those glands. You can have hypothyroidism and be any of the four types. It's just that one of those glands, our dominant gland is working harder than the others. And the others are trying to catch up, which creates an imbalance. Mm -hmm. So when we start eating the right foods at the right time for our body type, that dominant gland calms down, the other glands get stronger, and it it creates a feeling of balance, a feeling of well being, appetite is kept in check, cravings go down, energy goes up. And you just feel really good eating that way across the board. You know, even after a week or two maximum, my clients will say, my my cravings are not there. Like, uh, I can't believe it. I'm not not hungry. I feel good eating this way. So another way that you can kind of look at it is, say you're kind of tired in the morning, takes you a while to get going. You know, I I need my coffee, leave me alone for a while. (laughs) So that could indicate that your metabolism is kind of slow in the morning. A small light breakfast could be perfect for you, medium to light lunch, and dinner is the main meal of the day because that's when your metabolism is highest and you're going to burn it off most easily. Mm -hmm. So some people are trying to do the complete opposite of that and wondering, you know, why the pounds are not coming off. They're eating too big a breakfast for their body type. They're trying to eat a small light dinner because they think, you know, I want to lose weight. So I'll eat a small dinner and then they're hungry and then they're snacking at night because, you know, they're just not eating the right way for, for their body to feel good.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. So before uh, we talk about RRT, I do just want to share with you and put you on the spot here that I took your body type quiz. All right. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you what it came up for me. I am the salty body type. And it says (laughs) either adrenal or gonad. So with those results, am I supposed to, and this is just the preliminary. And for anyone listening, this is a great quiz. I actually found, found it really fun and easy. And it was like, I didn't have to think too hard about the answers and it's on your website. So if you go to our website, it's really easy to find. So out of those, when I get a result that has two does that mean I get to choose which one I am?
1: <laughs> yes, uh, we well, have. Yeah, I mean the quiz is more to incite interest it's mm-hmm. pretty pretty hard, I think there's eleven questions, yeah, so it's pretty hard to determine a person's body type like off the wall mm-hmm. with just eleven questions. So I thought, well, how can we you know you know if I put twenty five or thirty questions, people will say, "Forget it after a while, and <laughs> they'll never get to the end. Yes, so I made it really short, and uh-huh. then you have the choice of two. The two there's two body types, as you mentioned, adrenal or gonad. They're Mm -hmm. as we call the salty body types, and to the thyroid and pituitary are more the sweet body types. And usually Uh those can revolve around our cravings. Mm.
0: Okay.
1: Um and then so if you want to know more, there's a a free video training which it goes into a little bit more deeply. Yeah. You can, can learn a little bit more there. Or go on my website. There's a huge amount of description of you know, when I work with a client, I look at their cravings, I look at their energy levels, I look at their food preferences, Mm -hmm. I look at the ailments that they're more prone to. And the places where you gain weight on your body, that's a small, only a small part of it, because we can be completely thrown off if we only look at the body shape.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, It's a little hard to use that as a way, even though people see the pictures and they go, okay, I'm a pear shape. So therefore I must be we going to type perhaps right. perhaps but we need to dig a little deeper
0: i did really appreciate that it wasn't just look at the picture and pick which one you are i have taken quizzes similar to this before and that's always the main question and i I'm a shape that never seems to fully fit into those, you know, four that they give you. Right. So I really liked your quiz and I will have to say that for me, um, adrenal resonates 100% gonad, not so much. So I would, I would go with adrenal, um, I am perimenopausal though. So, you know, some of the things in gonad actually stuck out a little bit, but that could be because of the stage of life I'm in. Um, I want to ask you a few questions about that. The yes. adrenal in case anyone listening is adrenal, but then again, you have, they'll, they can take their own quiz and there's a great, I'm sure there's a great description for everyone, but it says here, it's the strongest of all. All four types. I usually carry in the groceries, move furniture around. This is all very true. <laughs> Sociable, hardworking, have an energy reserve. So yeah, even if I say I'm tired, I do keep going. I do have a really hard time with portion control. Like I eat really well, you know, gluten-free, mostly dairy-free, very, very few amount of processed food, lots of fruits and vegetables, but portion control is an issue. And then I have had definitely liver congestion issues. The list goes on and on. I mean, it just is like me. So we're just going to focus on me for a second. (laughs) (laughs) I know that there's so much more to it and you're writing a book and I am excited to watch that training. I actually have that queued up, open, ready to go for breakfast. You mentioned breakfast. Like what kind of breakfast should I be eating then?
1: So yeah, I would say just jumping on the first call and first meeting with you, Mm Adrenal body type seems to really fit the bill because you do have that outgoing, fun, loving, sociable personality with a nice rosy cheeks. And (laughs) (laughs) so, so I think you're right on with your choice of adrenal type. So for you, a smaller, lighter breakfast would be better. So a smoothie would be a really great choice. Mm -hmm. You could have things like, um, I love nature's path cereal. They have a kamut, Corazon flakes uh, cereal, which I give to, I suggest rather to most Mm -hmm. of my adrenal body types. And you can have that with berries on top or fruits or whatever you like. And most of them say, wow, I can't believe I have one bowl of this and I'm completely satisfied all the way till lunch because I'm not sure if you're familiar with Kamut, but it's a really, it's an ancient grain that has Mm -hmm. really high in minerals, vitamins, protein, healthy fats. So it is very nourishing to the body and very satisfying. Other breakfasts, you could have like a yogurt if you Mm -hmm. wanted with a bit of cereal or yogurt and fruit. Usually low fat is better kind of breakfast for you. So Mm -hmm. a bigger like fried eggs, bacon, hash browns, and toast would not be a good idea. And that could trigger you to be hungrier all day long. If you do that for some adrenal types, that is the case.
0: You are spot on girlfriend (laughs) because I crave that giant breakfast. Like, that's what I think I want. But when I do just have my nice green protein smoothie, I, I do feel better. But but when I wake up, I'm like, like this morning, I had a big bowl of oatmeal that does something for, I think, my cravings.
1: Well, oatmeal could be good for you as well. It just, it doesn't have to be a big portion, like a, a medium sized portion of oatmeal with some berries on top is also another good choice. Yeah. yeah but each meal plays on the next. So You know, some of my clients might tell me, oh, Tuesday, I was so hungry all day long. And I'll ask them, well, what did you have for dinner or lunch? And they might say, well, I had, you know, a wrap for lunch and a Caesar salad for dinner. I'm like, okay, well, you did not have enough protein, did not have some I'm really big advocate of the healthy carbs like brown Mm -hmm. rice, quinoa, sweet potatoes, potatoes. So Mm -hmm. sometimes that might trigger us if we didn't have a really balanced meal at lunch and dinner. Then the next day, oh, I'm really hungry. For breakfast when boost up the other meals, and then you won't be as hungry for breakfast.
0: That just resonates with me so much. Because traditionally speaking, we have been taught that you want to eat a big breakfast. You know, if you're just the broad spectrum in this like whole one size fits all world that people think we live in <laughs> big breakfast, medium lunch, small dinner. And that is what I have always done. And it just doesn't work for me. Yeah. Like I had a small dinner last night. So I woke up today just starving.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So So switch that up and you'll be good to go.
0: (laughs) Nice. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited to watch that video and yeah, even learn more. We got, I have, I have more questions. Okay. So RRT, let's talk about that.
1: RTT, Rapid Transformational Therapy. Okay.
0: So, I wrote it um, incorrectly in my nice. notes.
1: Yes. As I said, we, you know we're looking at finding the cause of what's going on. So it's a powerful method. I have my clients get into a really relaxed state with them. We do it by Zoom, which works perfectly well. Mm-hmm. And when we do that, we can bypass the conscious thinking mind that's always trying to analyze and figure everything out. So we bypass that and get more into the subconscious mind. So by doing that, we can, you know, as I said, go back and, and find out, you know, what was going on, you know, where, you know, say someone wants to work on their overeating, for mm-hmm. instance, a client I was working with recently that's wanted to work on her, the causes of her overeating, we went back and things that came up were her mother ignoring her when she was young and not, you know, not paying attention to her and things like that. And, you know, you might wonder, well, what the heck does that have to do with overeating? But she recognized after that, you know, there's a feeling maybe of unworthiness, of not feeling loved, and then triggers now, um, she might overeat now, be, it was, well, when she's around her mother, of course, there's still, you know, that things going on, or, yeah. you know, different instances where she wants to feel better, or know, stressful situations, she might tend to overeat, it's triggering her feelings from when she was younger. Mm-hmm. So by doing that, and there's other, there's many other processes I use during an RTT session to figure out why the patterns are why the thought patterns are there, why the habits are there. And then we, you know, kind of have the person see, well, you're not five years old anymore, or you're not 10 years old anymore, that's gone, that's finished, that's done. And often we just as humans like to hold on to what is familiar and these things have become familiar over the years and we're still holding on to them. So now Mm -hmm. it's time to release them, to let it go, and to start replacing those thoughts and patterns and habits with more positive, um, positive thought patterns and habits going forward. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the session, I make a really positive, strong affirmative recording for the client to listen to going forward so often there can be big aha moments during the session sometimes there can be tears sometimes at the end they're kind of like oh that was interesting but then they start listening to the recording and they really start to change with listening to the recording over the upcoming weeks is about 15 minute long recording so change happens in many ways. It can be, as I said, instantaneous or just kind of gradual. but with doing like sometimes it's two or three sessions that I do with my clients and they find you know the results. they're often just blown away. And I'm blown away too. We usually I meet my clients weekly and the week after, when we get back on Zoom, I can just see they're lighter, their energy is lighter. And their whole demeanor is lighter and like I'm just thrilled and they're thrilled of course too. So it's a really powerful tool.
0: Yeah. And you had mentioned before it's a tool that you actually used on your healing journey. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. And so then after you used it, you decided you and to be certified in it to spread the love.
1: Yeah, uh, yes and no. I, okay. I think I did the I used RTT only during my training, really, mm-hmm. okay. cuz we practice on each other intensively throughout the training but I was really searching for quite a while, like what kind of tool could I use with my clients to help them overcome and help them heal more? Sure. I have this great body type program. It's the best, but unless we address that healing aspect as well, I found that maybe some of them might revert back to their old habits. So when a friend suggested RTT and I looked into it, I was like,
0: Oh, hallelujah. This is exactly what I need. Well, and I'm assuming from what you've told me already, it works with people with PTSD.
1: It works really well with Mm -hmm. PTSD. PTSD is a huge, I mean, you know, some people have huge, huge trauma that they've gone through. So um, PTSD can be very, very challenging to heal with any therapy. Mm -hmm. So it it can help for sure Mm -hmm. um, with yeah a lot of different issues and things that have come up in the past.
0: Personally, I have CPTSD and um, I've just begun kind of the hardest part of my healing journey, which I felt like has, you know, been has spanned my whole life basically, but I mean, as it does, but recently I did, I did have a nervous breakdown back in June and it caused everything to come up and realized, Oh, well, you know, I've been stuffing things down. And so I actually one of along my healing journey, one of the people I've been working with is a nurse coach. And she sent me this meme or I don't know something from social media that said, uh, you know, maybe the weight you have to lose is not on the outside. And that was like, Oh yeah. Ha, yes. Aha. Major aha. And so I've been doing, I've been actually personally being, been using EMDR has been a big one along with just talk therapy, which I've been in for years, but um, EMDR has been amazing. And I'm so as you're talking about RTT, I'm like maybe this is something I need to add. Seems like it would be really helpful. Anyone listening that has PTSD or CPTSD, I think it would be amazing.
1: Yes, yeah, some some of my clients. Well, one of my clients in particular said. know uh, that she had done therapy for three years and what came up in the RTT session she said we never even touched on that so she was really floored that you know we could pinpoint some things that were there one of my another client said it's like you took this negative black wire out of my brain and plugged in a positive white one and I thought yes that's a really good way of looking at it so you know Marissa Peer created this whole training she's from England and she called it rapid transformational therapy because it can work like huge results in, you know, as many, as little as three sessions. Wow. Whereas conventional therapy, you know, can, yeah, we can. Go for years. that For a long time, which is <laughs> beneficial as well. I did, I did my own therapy. I, you know, I got, I, I always say I, I got over my own breakdown. How do I put that early on? I decided to, you know, have it when I was 16 so I could like say, okay, we've done that. You know. <laughs>
0: You know, in a way, like, I'm sure that was really challenging as a teenager. It is at any age, but yeah, I'm kind of like, wow, what a blessing. Well, you know, I didn't have mine until 44. So, (laughs) well, yeah, that's amazing. I want to go back to body typology on your website. You haven't really said it here while we're talking, but on your website, it is called the body type diet, or that's a, a piece of it. Um, so I just want to ask you about the word diet. I talked to a lot of people in the health, you know, people that help people with weight loss or different health issues and diet is like such a bad word, you know, and everybody says diets don't work. So what can you say about that?
1: Yeah, hundred percent agree. I hate the word diet. Also, I should take that off my website. Everywhere. <laughs> it's, it's a shorter version of what I like to call a healthy eating plan. Nice. Okay. So, yeah, it would be, you know, a little bit longer for my tagline, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I think it's, uh, that's, it's what I advocate and, and I'm a, I always tell my clients, well, you're just trying to stay on track most of the time. And you're going to have a few deviations per week. I don't like the word cheats. It has such a negative connotation. So yes. call them Deviations. You have your deviations. You enjoy them. You savor them. You never feel guilty. And then you're on track with healthy eating the rest of the time. And yes. that, I think, is one of the keys to long-term success.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, whereas in the past, someone might have their deviation. And then the next day, they're like, well, I had the pizza last night. So I might as well have the croissant for breakfast and You know, I can't do this. And the negative self talk starts. So rather than that, have your deviation the next morning. Okay, back on track. Let's have my healthy breakfast and keep
0: on going. Mm -hmm. Nice. And it looks like counting calories is not part of your plan or something you recommend, which was just so refreshing to learn because, you know, being somebody that has definitely tried out a lot of different diets, and I would even say, Sometimes I'd say it's not a diet, it's just you know, changing my way of eating. Calorie counting one has, you know, it always comes back to that, it seems. And that's just, it never works for me. It never no. has. And it doesn't really work for anyone I know long term. So, super refreshing that you are not advocating that.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about counting calories. I don't want to know. I don't want my clients to do that. It's just like, you know, figure out the right foods for you to eat, these are the kinds of foods I need for breakfast, these are the mm-hmm. kinds of foods I need for lunch for dinner, for snacks. And so when you're traveling, or when you're eating out, you know, the kind of choices that are good for you, and you can continue it going forward. So it's not a restrictive plan. It's not a, you know, it's something that's easier to follow. And we're not counting points and calories, because that's not, you can't maintain that long term. Mm -hmm. Just as I don't think, you know, keto, there's different kinds of keto, but there's a clean keto, which can be very good, but there's also, you know, very overly fatty keto and sure Mm -hmm. people drop a ton of weight. You know, I have friends and, and a lot of people I know that have done so, but then after a while it's like, Oh, you know, I really want the carbs and I I really miss this and that. And they start incorporating them back in and bang, the weight comes right back on. Mm -hmm. So you know, let's let go of all that. Garbage. Yes. <laughs> Insert expletive here, and, uh, <laughs> and and let's just focus on eating healthy. You know, feeling good and having energy.
0: Yeah, and when you you know when you're constantly counting calories or never eating carbs or you know all those things that are so restrictive, it takes the joy, like the true joy and pleasure, yes. out of food. Which food is for nutrition, but it 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 would be ignorant to say it's only for nutrition you know of course it's a celebration
1: <laughs> find find some healthy meals that are delicious you know when <laughs> I get together with my girlfriends they're like yay Sue gonna bring healthy delicious food and they love it and they're happy so yeah and a lot of my adrenal body types will tell me I just love food <laughs> <laughs> yes
0: yeah, I'm an adrenal body type yes and I have a girlfriend like you and she can just make healthy food tastes better than the unhealthy stuff for sure. Exactly, <laughs> um, And I love it. Yeah. I love when she comes to parties. Yes. So th- when this episode comes out, it, we're starting 2022 and you know, everybody, I would hope that you would say that you're not into resolutions
1: no okay. I mean I'd rather my clients sign up with me in December or you know, uh, you yes. know either early on or in in spring or uh, like whenever any time of the year is great
0: yeah
1: I think I mean we all set resolutions myself included you know, mm-hmm. how long do we keep them it depends on how determined we are yes. I think I think fresh starts are good like the beginning of any month always feels mm-hmm. good to me or the beginning of any week but uh yeah, I mean obviously we all know the story of the gyms filling up in January and then, you know, being empty again in March because <laughs> I mean again, I always am a good advocate of what, you know, if it doesn't give you pleasure, it won't change, you won't change. So let's find a way of working together that we're both having fun, that you're enjoying the process, that uh, you know, it does it does help you feel good. And, you know, the food you're eating makes you feel happy. Yeah. Not trying to restrict ourselves or trying to, you know, people, I say, what kind of exercise should I do? Well, the one that you like, and that you enjoy.
0: I was going to ask you if you had some tips of how to start off the new, you know, instead of sitting those, setting those very strong concrete resolution goals what are, yeah, what are some better ways to start off the new year to get on a better path to health and well-being?
1: Yeah, I would say like with my clients, I try and help them instill healthy habits slowly over time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, instead of going from I'm drinking one glass of water a day and I need to drink 10 or 12 or something like overly outrageous, just bring it up a few more and then add in some walking, you know. So when I work with my clients, I have them, they choose their own goals, two goals per week. And then Mm -hmm. the next week we add on something else. So that might be a way for some people to have more success by just taking it like two steps at a time, create two goals, get those down pat, and then add in two more.
0: Nice. And I want to talk about your book it's out, we talked at the beginning we were, as we were chatting it's in the editing phase so it's it's written and it's supposed to be published this spring or spring of 2022 it's called the body typology book can you give me any us any sneak peeks into what's going to be in there
1: Sure. I wanted to make it light and fun and filled with stories rather than a strict rigid kind of plan. So I did, you know, bring in some of my stories, mm-hmm. not not too much because my I'm in a writing group and they're like, that doesn't pertain to body type. So back. <laughs> <laughs> Focus on the body types. But so there's a ton of information about each of the body types, how to figure out your body type, you know, all the changes you can expect to have. And then there's a huge section also, part of it I called let's go shopping. So to unpack all of that, you know, healthy salt, what kind of salt is good for you and what kind of salt is not as good for you Mm -hmm. and all the different things when you're heading into maybe a health food store. And and then of course, there's quite a bit on the emotional eating aspect and the stress eating, because as I mentioned, I find that's key to people's success. Yeah. And then a lot of case studies with my clients. So you can hopefully see yourself in some of the stories and uh, be inspired by stories that I included with my clients' transformations.
0: Nice. And so what kind of salt is the best salt? <laughs> now that you mentioned that. <laughs> yes.
1: So salt is good for you if it has color. Okay. So there is, uh, my favorite is the, it's a very light colored salt sun-dried from France. So Mm -hmm. it will say on the package, um, you know, usually it's from France. In French, we say sel marin, that's uh, marine sea salt from Guérande is one of the regions where they they have these large fields where they lay out the salt and they do the ancient methods of drying them. It's fascinating to me, anyways. Yeah, um, fascinating so, to me. So, gray salt is good or pink salt. A lot of people know the Himalayan pink salt. Uh-huh. I think I, myself, I prefer the gray just because it's it's moist. You know, it hasn't been, which is the thing with white table salt. They've mm-hmm. dried it out. They've added caking agents to make it nice and dry. They've, you know, usually. Refined it, and a lot of the natural minerals are gone, and it's just not very good for us compared Mm -hmm. to our natural salt that's, yeah, gray and moist. And that being said, usually you can't put it in a salt shaker. You need to keep it in a little container and take pinches of it because it is so moist.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah, I am always on a quest to find better, healthier salts. I'm we're a Himalayan salt family you know the sea, just general sea salt but I have seen the gray salt I'm gonna try it now and you know as you were speaking I'm like why do we still even have that crappy white table salt
1: <laughs> well yeah and why is you know what the one of the things when I was taking my classes one of the students when we we're learning about the salt asked the teacher but do they make chips with that kind of salt <laughs> <laughs> and of course the answer is no so All of our processed packaged foods usually have the white salt, even if it is sea salt, it's still white refined salt. So,
0: okay, good, good info. And then speaking of info, you have tons of resources on your website. I'm going to, when we hang up here, I'm going to dive even deeper into your website. Um, You have an ebook, natural ways to lose weight. Uh, There's a recipe book, all kinds of just freebie awesome stuff even. So definitely highly recommend looking at at your website, but is there anything else that you would like to share with my listeners before we say goodbye? Any last words of wisdom or anything you think will be beneficial, especially going into the new year? <laughs> okay.
1: Great question. Put me on the spot. I should, I, I, should, did. Have, I should have these answers, <laughs> a, few, a few suggestions ready. Um, I think I would just go back to the, you know, well, we didn't talk about not skipping a meal, but having, you know, three meals per day. And if figuring, I mean, often it's kind of intuitive. So listen to your intuition. If maybe you're not that hungry in the morning and you're kind of slow in the morning, so have just something small and light. Try, you know, having a bigger dinner and or you know, in a full balanced lunch, and see how you feel. It might be the game changer for you. And my other suggestion would be to try and maintain meal times because a lot of people well, we get busy. So lunch will be pushed till two or three or on the weekend, we'll get up late. So we'll kind of have brunch and then we won't have lunch and then we'll be starving for dinner and everything (laughs) gets kind of out of uh, off track on the weekends. But the body loves routine. So even if you get up late, try and have something light right away. Try and, you know, have lunch at at 12 and have dinner around six. And you'll probably find that your body loves the routine feels better feels more nourished and easier for you to stay on track and if you want to drop the pounds that will be helpful as well
0: yeah I would agree and thank you for mentioning that because even personally I know when I'm eating all wacky you know like I am that I will always eat breakfast person but then the rest of the day you know and we do dinner because we're again, like I said before, we don't eat a lot of processed food. We don't do eat, you know, don't eat out. We eat as a family every night. That's kind of a big deal. But um, that lunchtime thing, sometimes, like, yeah, it's crazy. Not always. I'm striving to be better. Like you said, when I stick to that routine, I notice a huge difference in my hunger levels. Like you know, it does. It balances. It helps the blood sugar and all kinds of things. So you know, I would say somebody listening that might be a really good thing just to start. Yes. Like, as one of your first things you do, right? Yes.
1: Yeah. Trying to get the meal times and three meals a day snacks if you need to. um, But really focusing on three good meals a day can be a game changer. Because a lot of people, as I mentioned before, just grab something light at lunch, you know, I don't have time. So I'll just have a quick sandwich or salad. And it's Mm -hmm. not enough. So then they're overly hungry in the afternoon they're looking for snacks or overly hungry at dinner and overeating so boosting up your lunch it can be really helpful to change as well
0: yeah definitely I know how it feels when I just have a protein bar for lunch it's not it doesn't make me feel good for sure well suan thank you so So, very much for helping me. (laughs) And I hope that, and I know that this conversation is going to help many other people. So, if you're interested in connecting with Suanne, all of her information is going to be in the show notes and I'll be posting stuff about our conversation and more ways to connect with her on my Instagram page. So again, Suanne, thank you. Thank you so much. Congratulations on the book coming out soon.
1: Thanks. Yeah. So the website is Body Typology on Instagram, Body Typology, and, and Facebook as well. I have a Facebook group also called Women Losing Weight, which is free, and I give a ton of free information there. So Yep. That's the best way to find me. Thanks so much for having cool. me. It's a lot of fun too. I always say I love my adrenal body types with their social, jovial, happy <laughs> nature. So it's <laughs> been a lot of fun for me too. Thank
0: you. You're welcome. Thanks, Suzanne. Yeah, I um, I'm definitely an adrenal body type hope you enjoyed that as much as i did our stories may be different but we all have one thing in common we're all trying to figure out how to navigate life on this planet and none of us have it completely figured out no matter what you're going through in your life just know that you are never really alone come back every wednesday for more inspiration and connection and follow me on instagram at the dragonfly mama so we can stay in touch between episodes